It's Tuesday, July 8, 2014. Typhoon Neogari is being called the region's most powerful storm in decades. Japan hit with monster typhoon. The wind is blowing so tough at times, it takes your breath away. While Hurricane Arthur breaks records on the U.S. East Coast. No, it's measurement. No, it's not. It's speculation. No time for deniers. BBC smacked for false balance in climate change coverage. Voters reject climate change denying politicians. Oklahoma, now the nation's earthquake capital, thanks to fracking. Plus, lift off of the Delta II rocket with OCO2. Tracking a greenhouse gas in seek of clues to climate change. NASA's new climate eye in the sky. All of those clues and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Wow, what a morning here in Waves, North Carolina. We are really uh, getting hammered with the wind. You're getting hammered on something. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, remember Freedom Industries in West Virginia? Yes. They spilled 10,000 gallons of methyl cyclohexyl methanol into the Elk River, poisoning the drinking water for 600,000 people. One in five people reported health issues after the spill, and then Freedom Industries immediately filed for bankruptcy thereafter. Well, finally, some accountability for that spill and for Freedom Industries. They were fined by the Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration. How much? Well, $7,000 for keeping chemicals in diked areas that were not liquid tight, and $4,000 for not providing employees with proper hand railing to walk over the storage dike. So, a total of $11,000 fine for the massive spill that poisoned the drinking water of 600,000 people for uh, weeks in West Virginia. That'll teach them. Teach them that crime pays and that it absolutely makes economic sense not to follow regulations because all you're going to get is a slap on the wrist if you happen to get caught. Speaking of accountability, what else do you have for us today, Des? Well, first, some extreme weather around the world. In the Pacific, the first super typhoon of 2014. The worst storm predicted to hit Okinawa in 15 years. The results could be catastrophic. Typhoon Neogari is the most powerful storm to hit Japan in decades. First, it was a Category 5. It's now weakened to a Category 3. It's not as intense as the destructive super typhoon Haiyan that hit the Philippines last year, but Neogari is geographically massive, apparently larger than Superstorm Sandy. Meanwhile, in the U.S., Hurricane Arthur drenched North Carolina as a Category 2 hurricane over the July 4th weekend. Now, while Arthur wasn't very destructive, it was still record-breaking. It broke the record for being the earliest hurricane to make landfall than any other known hurricane in North Carolina history. And we know these things because of satellites. And now NASA has successfully launched into orbit a new eye in the sky to measure carbon dioxide emissions. Zero at liftoff of the Delta II rocket with OCO2. The Orbiting Carbon Observatory, or OCO2, satellite will measure carbon dioxide emissions in the Earth's atmosphere, pinpointing where CO2 comes from and where it goes on a global scale. It'll help scientists better understand how CO2 absorbs sunlight and traps heat, the mechanism behind climate change. You mean it will help NASA scientists with their fraud. 
Go ahead. (laughs) Well, in fact, climate science denial is becoming toxic politics. A new national survey confirms that not only do a strong majority of American voters accept the science of global warming, they say they're going to actively vote against climate change denier politicians. The nationally representative survey from the Yale Project on Climate Communication finds registered voters say they're three times more likely to vote against a candidate who opposes action to reduce global warming. No time for deniers on the BBC. No, it's measurement. No, it's not. It's speculation. Mm. Well, respect. Uh, it's, it's a combination of the two, isn't it? As is this whole discussion. That was a BBC program from February. And now an independent oversight panel has told the BBC to stop using the practice of false balance in its climate science coverage. With staffers giving equal weight to political opinions of unqualified deniers over established scientific facts, misinforming the public on the nearly unanimous agreement among scientists on human cause climate change. Finally, thanks to fracking, Oklahoma is now the earthquake capital of the United States. That's due to the disposal of leftover toxic fracking wastewater into deep underground injection wells that the U.S. Geological Survey has linked to increased earthquakes, nearly 3,000 of them that have struck across Oklahoma in just the last few years alone. Now, yet another new study links hundreds of those earthquakes to just four unregulated wastewater injection wells outside Oklahoma City. The researchers say they were surprised to find fracking can induce earthquakes over 25 miles away. Amazing. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Never miss an episode. Download us anytime via TuneIn, Stitcher, or iTunes. And find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your... Green News Report. They're only saying.